Welcome back to another episode of $3 Down, ladies and gentlemen. My place of work, my, my, my employers, they haven't, what's it called, a forklift, Jesus Christ, I, I just had like a little mini stroke, dude, I completely forgot what it was called, a forklift, we got a forklift at my job, and I do everything in my power to drive this forklift around, I don't know what it is about these forklifts, but they are the most fun thing to drive on earth like i could be taking out the trash and i'll use the forklift to drive from from my little warehouse to the dumpster outside even though it's like a maybe like a like a 10 second walk <laughs> it's a bit farther than that but i'll have like one bag of trash and i'll hop in the forklift and just like just hold that bag of trash and just drive over to the trash can or if i'm feeling really bored what i'll do is i'll tie that bag of trash to one of the forks one of the forks on the forklift, I'll tie it to the to the forks so that it's like hanging off the fork from underneath. And then I'll just raise it up and dump that one bag into the dumpster with the forklift, dude. It is so fun to drive, but it's a shame because this forklift really, really sucks. Like it, it's it's really bad. But it's still fun to drive. This forklift sucks though. This thing has broken down like five or six times since they've gotten it. They had to get it due to the, the design of the warehouse. The forklift is a literal necessity to keep these to keep things flowing in the warehouse. But it is so bad. You would think something that is so necessary, something that is, that plays such a vital uh, part in keeping things running smoothly at my job. You would think they would get an actual decent forklift you know this thing is horrendous dude it is so bad it's not even funny they had to get i'm pretty sure they had to get like two different starters for it because it kept breaking down over and over and over again it's pretty terrible dude it cannot go up the slightest little bump there is a tiny literally like a one inch bump one inch bump in my warehouse that the forklift cons i don't know if this is I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe, maybe some forklifts just have trouble getting over bumps. I don't know, dude, but this forklift in particular, our forklift does not want to get over this bump. You could just slam on the gas. It'll go. What you got to do, you got to like kind of rock it. You got to rock it. And dear God, that is the most horrifying thing in the world, especially when you're when you're lifting something high up in the air and you got to move forward just a little bit more and you got to rock this thing and you can see whatever you're <laughs> whatever you're lifting up just see a rocking back and forth i'm like dear god lord help me please but you got to keep rocking it because it does not want to just drive over the bump it refuses to go over the bump unless you build up just a little bit of momentum dude it's ridiculous you're moving slowly when you're lifting something that high you're moving slow you're not zooming and when you're moving that slow it doesn't want to get over that bump dude it's it's pretty terrible it's so bad dude but it's so fun to drive it is so fun to drive man good lord good god every time every time someone's like dropping off a delivery or something and they see the forklift they see the forklift sitting outside they're like hey can we use the forklift to get this pallet off the truck i'm like hell yeah dude you ain't gotta ask twice you kidding me let's go let's let's set it up just be my spotter buddy be my spotter i literally i don't even have my forklift license dude i could be i could i'd be i could be committing a crime right now i don't know if it's against the law to drive a forklift without a forklift uh, license but i still do it dude i still do it i'm a certified uncertified professional dude a certified uncertified professional i am really good at driving that forklift dude 
I should make a YouTube video about it. <laughs> just like just messing around with the forklift. I literally that's like 90% of my day just riding around on the forklift. Someone could come outside. I like it. It doesn't even matter if someone comes outside and sees me because I always look like I'm doing something. That's what you that's the trick. You always got to look like you're doing something when you're messing around like that. You got to don't don't look happy or anything or don't be laughing. Don't look giddy or jubilous. Have just a straight face on just a nice poker face and look like you're in the middle of doing something even though you're completely and utterly goofing off i literally drove around the parking lot like three different times and i stopped i only stopped because i was just getting bored of doing that dude i could have kept on going no one cared because i had a straight look on my face and i was holding a bag of trash i was holding that bag of trash the dumpster was right in front of me and i just kept driving around over and over and over again just trying to kill time it's awesome man it's crazy how fun this thing is. I want them to get another one. They got this. They also bought this thing. Um, well, I don't know if they bought it, but it's been there for a while. They might be renting it for some nonsense. I don't know what it's what it's technically called, but it's it's not a forklift. It's something you climb in as a person. You climb it and it raises up like really high all the way up to the roof of a of a building. I don't know what that thing is called, but it's like an elevator. It's like a little elevator, but it drives around too. But it, it, it's really cool. That was my next expedition i wanted to get in that thing too i have no clue absolutely zero clue how to operate something like that i know how to drive the forklift at this point like really well I'll, that was my next my next tackle trying to get in there but it disappeared i don't know what they did with it dude it just vanished it was literally sitting outside for months months and then one day i came and it was just gone no one talked about it it's like it was never even there i don't know if i was having like some 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 midlife crisis in the middle of enjoying my forklift and i was just imagining imagining this little elevator thing on the side of the building but that was gonna be my next my next journey my next conquest I was trying to get in that thing and start driving it around messing it around too dude good lord but now it's gone Ruined my hopes and dreams. Christ, dude, and my job, my job has a huge, and I mean massive parking lot for no reason. The place I work at is like brand new. They just built it like a few months ago, dude. Brand new. The parking lot is massive. Way too big. Literally like the entire facility, parking lot included, it's like 90% parking lot, literally. And it's crazy because we don't even get that many customers, dude. There's not that many customers where you even need that much space. So you got like all this parking lot space just empty, void of nothing, absolutely nothing there, just parking spaces, dude. It's the perfect place to like try to bring someone who doesn't know how to drive and, you know, teach them how to park, teach them how to back in, just teach them, teach them the basics of driving. But I use it to eat lunch. I always park in the parking lot in the employee parking where it's, you know, nice and populated. At lunch, I get in my car. I get in my car and drive to the empty parking lot, the, the humongous empty parking lot. I'm not exaggerating when I say this parking lot is huge. It is literally like a stadium parking lot. I don't know why they did this. I'm still perplexed, but it is that big. And I drive over to that parking lot. I have to drive over there because it's so far away. I got to drive over there. And I just park my car in like a nice shaded area and just sit there and eat my lunch because it's so nice and quiet and peaceful. And it's it's got good scenery too, dude. Nice and uh, like there's a forest area right next to me. And I just great gaze out into the forest landscape. It's awesome. 
And every time you have to drive past the parking lot, past the empty parking lot to exit the facility, you can only enter via like a gate or some nonsense. And you have to pass that facility. I mean, the parking lot to exit the facility. Every time I'm at lunch and everyone's going to go like get Burger King or McDonald's or wherever they're going for lunch, they always look at me and they're like, who is this? Who is this creature, this cretin sitting over there in that in that car? in the deepest, darkest corner of this parking lot. Who is that? Who is that? Every time they drive past, they're like squinting. Like, who is that guy? My, my windows are a little bit tinted, so they can't really see me too well. But I feel like one of these days, I'm probably going to have the cops called on me because, because of the amount of people that just look at me and like, who is that? Like, I can see them clearly. And I'm like, what the? What in the world? That guy is there like every day around this time. And he's just sitting there in a dark corner. In his car, what is he doing over there, dude? I don't even think they know who I am, man. But it's such a, it's such the, it's such a perfect spot. It is the perfect spot to eat lunch. I'm by myself. I am nice and quiet, nice and relaxed, dude. I don't have to eat in that stinky lunchroom. That lunchroom is repulsively stinky. It's uh, for some reason, I don't know if someone like literally hid a stink bomb in there or something, but it is perpetually smelly for no reason. So I can't eat eat in the lunchroom. It's just terrible. So I eat in my car and I fear that one of these days the cops are going to get called on me. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet because I've been doing it for like a, like a month or two now. Good Lord, dude. It's nice and peaceful though. I'm surprised no one else does. You don't want to eat in the normal parking lot because it's always populated. You got customers walking around too. You don't want to, you don't want to be there chowing down on your lunch in a nice populated parking lot, dude. You go to a nice secluded area, nice and quiet, nice and dark too. It scared me though because I, I park under a tree and you know it's fall. It's around fall time now, and like this humongous, I guess, nut just fell on my car. I was, I had my eyes closed and I was trying to doze off, and then all of a sudden I hear. Sorry for popping your ears, but <laughs> that is literally what I heard. If you jumped just now, that's how I felt. I apologize for the pop, but that's literally how I felt. It was the loudest thing in the world. I jumped up and I got out of my car because it was so violently loud. I thought it left lasting damage. I was like, oh my God, dude, please not my car. I'm so sorry. Why did I punk part of, uh, park under this tree? Jesus Christ. I looked and it was the tiniest little nut, dude. The tiniest nut made a humongous bang. It was like literally like a gunshot. I was like, what in the world? It didn't even leave a mark on my car. Thank God. At least not one that I saw. I examined my roof in full from every angle, trying to see it in uh, every bit of sunlight. And I didn't see any mark, any dent or anything. So, I mean, that's good. But note to self, do not park underneath that tree anymore. Jeez, <laughs> I should have known because when you drive up under it, you can see all these nuts on the ground. You can see all the, the cracked open nuts, walnuts, whatever they are. I don't know. There's some kind of nuts just all scattered throughout the throughout the parking lot. But there is like one empty spot that doesn't have the nuts on the ground. But the problem is it's not shaded. That's the issue. There's no shade there. I parked under there and now I'm just like sweltering. And I don't want to turn my car on for an hour, dude. Just leave the AC going. I'm not going to do that. So I opened up my window and it's today. Today, this is today, by the way, this this happened today. 
today it was pretty hot outside actually it was like a high of 70 it was pretty warm outside and I'm like oh my god dude no no shade the sun is just beaming down on my car the winds ain't blowing too hard and i'm like oh jesus christ dude but i don't want to sit under the shade because my car is going to get absolutely obliterated pelted into the ground i'm like oh god i might have to find another spot but i mean so far that spot's been working pretty good dude it's not too shabby good lord I enjoy eating in a uh, nice seclusion. I just pop YouTube up on the on the dashboard. Easy peasy, dude. Like I said, I, I drive a 2001 Civic. It's pretty small in there, but I mean, the seat reclines back so far. I can literally just use it as a bed, and I do. I lean it back all the way and just hunker down, just go to sleep with some YouTube, some random YouTube video on it. It could be anything, dude. It doesn't matter, but I just fall asleep. It's probably pretty da pretty dangerous to do. Especially considering how empty the parking lot is and how I'm in such a deep, dark corner of it. Literally anybody could come up and just like jack me and I wouldn't even, no one would know, dude, literally jack my car and it would take me like a solid five or five or 10 minutes to run all the way, <laughs> all the way back to the facility and let someone know that my car just got jacked, dude. It's that far. It is that big. I'm like, oh God. So, uh. Probably not a good idea to like just fall asleep in that type of area. But I mean, I've been doing it so far and I haven't had any issues, dude, other than the 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 incredulous stares I've been getting from my fellow co-workers and whoever else feels the need to exit that way. So I don't know, man. See, one time at lunch, I went to Burger King. This was a few days ago, too. Not even that long ago. I decided to change it up a bit. I usually don't eat out like at all when I go to lunch. I just like to save money like that. Uh, my coworkers, they go to Burger King, they go to McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, whatever wing place is open like every single day. I'm like, I ain't got money for that, dude. I don't have eat out every day money. I, I guess these guys do because they go out and eat KFC, Chick-fil-A, and like uh, 20 piece wings and a side of fries every single day. I'm like, Jesus, dude. Good Lord, I, I'm just sitting here with my sandwich in my bag, my tiny, the tiny little bags of hot Cheetos in my fruit cup. And I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm at a school lunch, dude. And I'm looking at all these people just chowing down on this, these nice lunches. I, I, I do feel a little jealous sometimes, but I mean, I got to save that money, dude. That's a lot of money to be spending every single day. But I wanted to treat myself that day. It was a Friday. I was like, eh, it's a Friday. Weekend's coming up. I've been eating a sandwich literally all week long. Let's go to Burger King. Let's try it out. I still got those Burger King coupons I talked about a little while ago. Still got them. I went to Burger King. I was going to use this this one coupon where you get two chicken sandwiches and two fries for like five bucks or whatever. Um, I went in there. Well, I went through the drive-thru. Uh, the drive-thru was pretty long. I was like, oh boy, here we go. This ain't good because I only got an hour lunch. But... Uh, I went through the drive-thru, it was pretty long, and I waited like five minutes before I could actually place my order. I placed my order, I told them my, my little coupon code, I went up to the window, the lady said, okay, it's gonna be a little while because they gotta cook up the chicken sandwiches, they didn't have any ready, and I'm like, alright, alright, not too bad. She told me to go park in the parking lot. I said, okay, let's go. I went to go park in the parking lot. Remember, she told me somebody would come out with my food. Uh, and she saw my car. She saw I was driving a pretty unique car, red Civic. So she said, someone will come out with your food and give you your food. Easy peasy. So I'm sitting there. Five minutes have passed. I was like, okay. 
It's taking a little bit now. Uh, that's that's about 15 minutes off my lunch right there. Good Lord. But I sat down and I persevered. I waited some more. Then I saw out of my rear view mirror, Burger King employee coming out the door. She had a bag of food in her hand as she was going to car to car, car to car, looking for the owner of this food. Not once did she come to my car. Like I said, the, the lady at the window, she saw my car, dude. Red Civic. I was the only red car there. The only red car there, dude. A Civic, tiny little 2001. Red Civic, that's pretty noticeable. And a sea of sedans, black sedans and humongous trucks. That's pretty noticeable, dude. Not once did she come to my car. So I saw her. She was going from car to car, car to car. So I honked. I honked my horn and I tried to like wave to get her attention. I rolled down my window and tried to wave and I honked my horn. She turned around and she looked at me. She saw me. We made eye contact and she turned back around and went back to looking to the owner for the owner of the food. I'm like, what? What's going on, dude? What's going on? I'm like, did did she even see me? Maybe maybe she's coming back around. Maybe she's coming back around. Let, let, let's hold on a bit. Let's let's just wait a bit. So. Then I wait a bit more, but then she just disappears. She's just gone. I turn away from her, from her for like a second and I don't see her anymore. So I waited a bit more. Maybe, maybe she's coming back around dude. maybe, maybe that wasn't even my food. Maybe that wasn't even my food. Who knows? I waited five more minutes. I was like, okay, let's head inside. Let's head inside. I went inside. I talked to the, I don't know who it even was. Dude. It was just, I guess just some normal employee. I'm like, Hey, uh, I went to the drive through. And the lady told me to go sit in the parking lot because my food was being cooked. It was going to take a little bit of time. Uh, is, is that food ready to go now? I've been waiting a good bit of time. Are, are, are we good in here? She's like, oh, oh, uh, sorry. Uh, we gave your food to someone else. We didn't see you out there. I'm like, you, you didn't see me. You didn't see me. I saw you, though, and you saw me. We made eye contact. We made eye contact, dude. What? What's up? A red Civic. I was the only red car out there. She's like, yeah, sorry, sorry. We didn't see you. We gave your food to someone else. I'm like, who else bought this nonsense? Are you kidding me, man? Good Lord. She said, I'm so sorry. We'll cook it up again. I was like, okay. All right. That's fine. Just, just go ahead and cook it up. Not an issue. I go and I sit down inside. I sit down inside because I didn't even want to risk them missing my car again. I sit down inside. And I guess like this, this is going to sound crazy, but I, I don't even know why they thought I went back to my car <laughs> because what I thought they were going to do was like call my name or something or like call out to me. No one saw me go sit down and they went out to my car and I didn't know they went out to my car and the lady came back in and she was like, he's not even out there anymore. And I'm like, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm inside. I'm inside. Please just give me my food. She's like, oh, there he is. There he is. I finally got my food and got back. But by the time I got back, I only had like 15 minutes left on my clock. Uh, I mean, on my lunch break, I'm like, Jesus, dude, that that Burger King is struggling a little bit that I like. I don't know if I was in the wrong there. Maybe maybe I made some wrong decisions, but. But that was not the first time I had an absolute, absolute catastrophe take place at that Burger King. It's a little bit rough over there, dude. But I only go, I only go there because they're so close. They're really close to my job, and I don't want to drive super far out, so I just go to that Burger King, easy peasy, not a problem. But every single time I go there, dude, 
every single time something's wrong. This was really bad because I wasted like 45 minutes going to a place that's like five minutes away. I'm like, okay, okay. Not even the coupons can save this nonsense, dude. I don't, I don't even know, like, how could that even happen? There was so many things just going wrong over and over again. I turned like a, like a 10 minute, maybe 15 minute max experience into 45 minutes. Was that was pretty impressive, dude? That was a journey. Good lord, that was the last time. I'll be going to that Burger King. Let's just say that. I'll be going to that. Burger King. I, I can't just stop going to Burger King because I have all these coupons. I can't let these coupons go to waste, dude. If you get these Burger King coupons in the mail, you know what I mean. You just can't let these coupons. These are some good deals, man. I don't know. These are some really good deals. If McDonald's had coupons like this, I'd go to McDonald's a lot more. I don't even like Burger King all that much, dude. I mean, they're pretty good, but these coupons are just so hard to ignore. They're just so hard to, to just get rid of so i'm like okay well i mean i got them let's go to burger king but i'm never going to that burger king again dude that one's really really rough like really rough it's even a, like it's the drive-thru is such a sketchy sketchy location too it's actually insane but dude going there at night is the most horrific experience i know there is something about that drive-thru because like you pull up to the drive-thru and on your left side, you know, is, you know, the Burger King. Then immediately on your right is just shrubbery, like just littered shrubbery with a hill, just a huge hill. No light, no nothing. Anything could come emerge from that side of the hill, dude. It is the sketchiest location for a drive-thru I have ever seen in my life. You cannot even escape it. And you know how I feel about drive-thrus that you can't escape from drive throughs that have like a like a barrier on the side of them where you can't escape if you just randomly decided okay maybe i don't want mcdonald's maybe i don't want burger king let's get out of here no you're locked in you're done no drive through should have that and i will stand by that that statement why is that a thing dude what if i don't want burger king anymore what if something happens and I got to escape really quick, but I got a car in front of me and I got a car behind me and I can't get out because the barrier is on my right. What, what do I do then, dude? What happens then? What do you do in that situation? You're screwed. You just got to sit there and wait. So it's like, why is that barrier there, dude? What's going on there? That is one thing I will never get. So many places have that, but why? Is there a reason for that? Maybe they just want to lock you in. But I mean, if, if I decide to not eat there, I'm not going to eat there, dude. I'm going to get out. I'm not even going to order anything. So like, what? you're, you're going to sit here, lock me in and force me to order because I'm stuck here. Like, well, what's what's the game plan here, dude? Well, what are we doing here? I hate those barriers. I hate them. Good Lord. You should always be able to escape if you want to escape, not like if, if you're getting robbed or some nonsense, but if you just decide, I don't want this place, I'm actually going to leave. Then you should be able to leave. You shouldn't be locked in if there's a car in front of you or behind you. That's ridiculous, dude. I hate that. It's really despicable, to be honest. I don't know what's up with that. Maybe the, maybe there's a an actual strategic reason. An actual sound reason as to why those barriers are there, but I have not found a good reason, dude. Granted, I have not done any research on the topic, so I mean, of course, I haven't found any uh, sound, logical arguments as to why they're there, but I mean, still, dude, they're pretty disgusting, pretty vile, good lord. Regardless, though, that's the last time I'll be going to that Burger King. Absolutely ridiculous, good lord. See, ah, oh, man, dude. 
it's a shame because, man, during my lunchtime, I always, like I said before, when you have all these people around you whipping out all this good looking food, like pizza, burgers, wings, and then you look at, you look at your lunch and all you got is a sandwich. <laughs> all you got is a sandwich with like congealed mayonnaise on it. You're like, man, yeah, that that McDonald's is sounding real good right now. That Chick-fil-A is sounding real good, but I can't do it, dude. I can't. I can't. I got to save that money. That stuff, that stuff adds up really hard. Yeah, I guess these people are making en- enough money to for it to not be an issue. Or maybe they just don't care. Maybe they just do not care. Who knows, man? But I, I cannot do it. I can't do it. Like that one trip to... Um, was that place Sonic Sonic that one trip to Sonic I made where I got absolutely obliterated by them putting too much mayonnaise on my burger that was $14 right there dude $14 I don't spend $14 total on my lunch uh, a week without going out dude $14 just on that one Sonic meal man I ate a sandwich every single day with a singular bag of chips and a cup of fruit that does not add up to fourteen dollars, dude. Good lord! And I'm like, oh boy, dude. Like the food is good. I'm glad I got it. But then you look and you remember, man. I I just spent fourteen dollars. Maybe maybe I'm just too. What's the word for it? Too frugal. Maybe I'm just too frugal. That might be the case. I don't know. Wait, is is that the right word? Frugal. Hold on. Frugal definition. <laughs> Sparing or. Econo- Jesus, dude. Economical with regard to money or food. Yeah, that's me. That's me. I'm a very frugal person, man. If I don't got to spend money, I will not spend money. But sometimes there are things you just got to spend money on, like my car. My car recently just had a, a transmission problem. Completely shot. The transmission just absolutely shot. Many people, many people I talked to told me, maybe you should just get another car. Maybe you should just get another car, dude. It's a 2001 Civic. Just get another car. The transmission's going to cost like $3,000. But see, I love my car. All right. This is my very first car. My very first car, dude. It looks really cool, too. Visually, very cool. The bodywork is exquisite. The previous owner kept it in immaculate condition. It's actually insane how good it is, dude. And it's only got 140,000 miles on it. For a 2001 car, that ain't too shabby, man. I even told the mechanic. I looked him dead in the eye and I asked him face to face, do you think this car is worth salvaging? Do you think I should save this car? Do you think I should buy a new transmission or just buy a whole new car? This guy, he examined the car. He looked at it. He looked at the engine, the engine. He said, if there were any other 2001 car, I would tell you, yeah, yeah, go ahead and buy a new one. Go ahead and scrap this one. This one's done. It's this one's this one's ran its course. It's done. But he looked at it and he said, this car is in such good condition. The engine is immaculate. The bodywork is exquisite. The interior is absolutely phantasmal. Get the transmission. Get the transmission. You only got 140,000 miles on this bad boy. Get the transmission. I got the transmission, dude. That transmission cost me about $3,500. I got smacked with the $3,500 bill. It came out to about $4,000, though, because I had to pay for the labor and whatnot. 
I'm pretty sure I made the right call. I think so. <laughs> at least that was, that's what makes me sleep at night, dude. Many people told me, hey, I don't know, man. I don't know if you should go with that transmission. Maybe you should just buy another car. But I mean, I like I had that thought in my mind as well. You know, it's a 2001 car. Maybe I should just buy another car, dude. Maybe I shouldn't even bother. But I mean, I had just got the timing belt replaced on the car as well. Literally, like a few months before the transmission was failing on me, I had just got the timing belt replaced and whatnot. So I, I was really hesitant to just, just buy a new car, man. And I like, I really like this car, man. I love this car. I enjoy it a lot. I enjoy riding around in it. It's the perfect car for me. It's a two-door coupe. The Tudor Coupe version of the the Civic, it's awesome, man. I was like, I don't want, I don't want this car to to get scrapped or anything. I, I love this car, so I got the transmission, dude. It's been running fine. It's been running not fine. No, no. You spend thirty five hundred dollars on a transmission, it better not be running fine. This thing is running great. It's running great, in fact, running better than it has ever ran before in its existence i guess i don't know man i don't know if that's true but i mean it's running really good since i've gotten it this is the best it's ever written not too bad dude i remember when i was in the car when the transmission failed on me i was driving i was driving with my dad too which was really good because i was a little i was like whoa okay hold on now what's going on i was driving the car and the transmission failed on me we were going to an, like ironically enough we were going to um uh, uh just like a like what's this place called dude it's not an auto zone. It's like it's not even O'Reilly's. I forget what it's called, but it was an auto repair place that sells, you know, like car stuff and whatnot. We were going there because I wanted to get some uh I wanted to get some uh, you know, like oil, not what's it called? Gas cleaner? I don't know. It's that stuff you pour into your gas tank, whatever it's called. I was going to go get some of that. I was with my dad and we were on our way there. And I had made the turn to get to the street that the the store was on. I made the turn and then all of a sudden, my car, it just wasn't accelerating anymore. Well, it wasn't like switching gears, you know what I mean? It was a... I'm like, uh... Uh, what the... Hello? I'm like pressing on the gas. It's not going any faster. I'm like, oh boy. Pops, what's going on? He's like, okay, hold on. Just pull into this empty lot. Thank God there was like a little empty church lot or whatever right next to us. I pulled in there and I just stopped. I just stopped. The car was still on, but I just stopped and I tried pressing on the gas again and the car wouldn't move. The car wouldn't move at all. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, God, dude. I put it in park, took it out of park, put it back in drive, still wouldn't move. I was like, Pops, Pops, this ain't looking too good, man. And he was telling me all these different things to do and I was trying all of them. It wasn't working. It wasn't working. I was like, oh, boy, here we go. My dad called my mom. He was like, yeah, we just got stuck. I just car just messed up. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, dude, here we go. The, the auto auto repair place was like literally like five minutes away. I'm like, are you serious right now, man? Are you kidding me? Why is this happening to me? I just got the timing belt replaced. I was like, please, God, don't be a huge problem. Please don't be a huge problem. I turned my car off. And I looked on my phone, I had the little State Farm app on my phone, and I was trying to get a towing truck to come out and tow the car. And then I noticed that my my coverage didn't uh, include roadside assistance. <laughs> it didn't include roadside assistance. I was like, Pops, I can't tow it, man. Well, I, I mean, I could, but I'd have to pay. I have to pay for it. It's not in included in my coverage. He's like, okay, well, just, just call him over. But before I did, 
something compelled me to try one more thing. I just turned the car back on, then I turned it off again, and then I turned it back on, put the car in drive, and it started moving. And I was like, okay, here we go. I did not want to stop, and I did not want to try anything else. I was like, okay, it's moving. We got to keep it moving. Let's just keep going. I put it in reverse. It's kept moving. I was like, thank God. I backed up out of there. And I turned my hazard lights on. The car was in, I didn't know it was a thing, but it was in limp mode, apparently. It was something called limp mode. So we were limping the car all the way back. That was the most horrifying thing. I don't know what it is about it, but just driving car, driving a car that's limping around other people that's just zooming by you, dude. It's like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. So I'm limping the car all the way back home. I'm trying to make this turn. I'm trying to make this turn and I'm going really slow because the car, you know, it's it's only going so fast because it's in limbo. It's going so slow. And this guy just comes zooming, zooming while I'm still in the middle of the turn, dude. I'm like, please just go, just go, just go. This dude slams on his brakes. I'm like, what is this guy doing, dude? I mean, I guess he was expecting me to go faster than I was because i was like he was a good distance away from me but he was still going super fast dude so i guess he thought i was just you know out of my mind or some nonsense but my car could only go so fast dude so i was like okay here we go well i'm about to get rammed after my transmission just got jacked up i'm like five minutes away from my house but this dude slammed on his brakes and i was like jesus christ what is this guy doing but i was able to make the turn i made the turn and I finally made it back home. I, I limped it back home. And my dad, my dad was like, okay, all right, we made it back home. You're going to have to limp this back to a mechanic. I was like, nope. No, 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 no. I am not limping. The, the mechanic is like 20 minutes away, <laughs> dude. Literally 20 minutes away on a car in a car that's running fine in a perfectly normal car. I'm like, I am not limping this thing 20 minutes away, dude. You're out of your mind. Let's just rest on it. I'll call him in the morning, see if he can maybe have it towed. And that's exactly what happened. I called him. He said, I, yeah, I got a towing service. I'll send them out to you. So I had the car towed there. I was not limping that thing. I mean, it could be possible. I could have probably done it. But like that little 10 minute drive I had from the auto repair place back home was so like nerve wracking for me. I did not want to risk it, dude. I did not want to do it. Good Lord. Especially with the way people drive out here in Georgia, man. It's like they're just completely blind to the fact that I had my hazard lights on. I was like, okay, yeah, no. I'd rather just have it towed. So I was at work and I called them early in the morning. I was like, hey, yeah, can you go get my car? My car's in front of my house. It's it's a little jacked up right now. At this point, I still didn't, I still didn't know what, what was exactly wrong with it. I knew it was like transmission related, but I didn't know my transmission was absolutely shot. So they came, they took it, and they went through the whole process of letting me know my transmission was shot. And that's how we got to the beginning of the story where I had to pay $3,500 to get a whole new transmission. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know if I made the right call there. I think I did. Well, I know I did, dude. I I know I know what I wanted. I wanted that car to be back in tip-top condition cuz I love that car, dude. I was like, yeah. I made the right decision without a doubt. But in the eyes of other people, my my coworkers and other people I've I've talked about this issue with, they all think I made the wrong decision. They all think I should have bought a, just for, completely forgot about this car. Don't bother about the transmission. They all thought I should have just bought a whole new car, dude. But I, I mean, eh, eh. Maybe if I wasn't as attached to that car, maybe if that car was already like really beat up, sure, 
without a doubt. But this car is in such a such an immaculate condition. Literally, the previous owner of this car was like some rich dude, really rich guy, and the car was just sitting. But he kept he kept up with it. Like he took really good care of it. And he I still have the book. I have the book. He kept records of literally everything he did to the car, every oil change, every tire change, every tire air fill up, everything he did with it, all all recorded and kept in the book he had the car since 2001 dude it's crazy the guy kept it in such a good condition it's ridiculous and this was in in its 20 years of existence uh the transmission had just begun to fail dude well i guess it was probably like in its stages of failing but like 20 years later and the transmission was shot which ain't too bad dude i don't know how long how like how long transmissions normally last i'm not car savvy i'm not a mechanic or anything i'm not car savvy but uh i mean hey 20 years and the transmission like had, had just now failed nah, it's not too bad man that's not too shabby at least i, I think so i could be completely wrong I, like i said i don't know but i mean in my eyes you're looking at it that way i, I am not too bad dude not too shabby good lord but i think i think that's gonna do it for me today you can think on that though did i make the right decision there it doesn't matter what you say <laughs> okay that sound that sounds rough but like it doesn't matter to me and what's done is done it's in the past now whether or not i made the right decision or not i think i did and that's all that matters but i mean you can think on it i guess if you think i made the right or wrong decision regardless it doesn't matter but that's gonna do it for me today good lord dude this was a this was a long one i started rambling pretty hard but um before we go we must recommend a song and the song we're gonna recommend on this this fine night is hmm reasons to live by dragon force a, a true bona fide bop dragon force has nothing but bobs, dude. Absolute bangers all around when it comes to Dragon Force. It's actually kind of it's kind of scary if you think about it. How a band could just have banger after banger after banger after banger. It's actually ridiculous. But the song we're gonna be recommending is Reasons to Live by Dragon Force. This was a long episode, longer than than I usually do. Um But not too bad, dude. Not too bad. I dig it. I dig it. I mean, it's it's pretty easy when you just start, start <laughs> just start rambling about nonsense. But I mean, hey, it is what it is, dude. That's the whole the whole premise of this this particular podcast. I just go on about random nonsense, dude. Absolute hodgepodge is is that a word? Hodgepodge? Hold on, hodge. Oh, it is a word. Hodgepodge. A confused mixture. Yep, perfect. Actually, <laughs> perfect. I don't know. I, I just like. I had a stroke when saying that. I didn't even try to say hodgepodge, but I mean, hey, that works, hodgepodge. It was a hodgepodge of a of an episode, but that's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share this podcast on social media. Please do. And when it's up on YouTube, please be sure to like and subscribe if you truly enjoyed. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you all later. Goodbye. <laughs>